In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents the Betches Brides podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I'm your host, Nicole Pellegrino, and today in the studio in good old NYC, we are joined by Taylor Ray Almonte. She is an athlete. She's an activist. She's a 2022 bride. She's a very accomplished woman. And this episode, we're going to talk all about her NYC wedding details. You know, she's very close to the wedding date. So we're going to hear all of that. But we're also going to talk about how you guys can find diverse and inclusive vendors that make you feel seen and understood as a bride or a groom, whatever you are. We're going to talk about how to find those vendors. So Taylor, without further ado, welcome. Yay, I'm so happy to be here. I love the pod. I'm an avid listener, so this is so exciting. Yay, I know. Listen, we were just talking about how you listen. You reached out, you pitched us, you said you're an avid listener, you share it with your friends, and that's a way to get to my heart. So I've also already known of you. When you emailed, I was like, oh, it's Taylor. We did stuff with you during COVID. We let's let's talk about your background quickly. Sorry, I just slammed my arm on the table. <laughs> let's talk about your background quickly. Um, you know, how did you? You're an athlete. Let's talk about that. How did you you How did you get into all that? Yeah. So I always say I have a million jobs or like a million things that I do. So growing up, I was an actor. I went to college for acting. I did the Broadway national tour of Motown. And when I came back from tour, Richard, who's my fiance now, was like, hey, girly, you're never going on tour again. That was a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, that was very much a lot. Um, so I started thinking about what else would I want to do? I was not athletic whatsoever growing up, not for a second. Um But I started just like slowly getting into fitness, like working my way in. I always loved talking to people and I had an outgoing personality. Um, And then eventually when I found boxing is really when it clicked for me. I love boxing so much. I've been boxing for like five years. Um, I spar, I train with my coach. I like am very into it. Um, And that's really when I I was like, okay, I'm an athlete. I'm really doing this. And yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. Nice. Have you kept up the workout regimen while wedding planning? Because sometimes it ain't easy. For sure. I mean, being a boxing coach is also my like whole full-time job. So even when there's times that I can't find my own workouts in a week, I have to remember, oh, I did teach 10 classes. So I guess I did work out 10 times yeah. in this week. Yeah. Wait, um, that, so your workout classes count as a workout because you're pretty much moving the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Because all of so my nice. classes are are on camera. So I do them all. I'm not just like, yeah. hey, you over there, do a burpee. Right, right. Um, so yeah, it's that's great because I always get my workouts in. But I have started doing a lot different things since I've been kind of having different goals. Mm -hmm. So on my own, I do a lot more like weightlifting, like things that I don't teach in my classes to kind of get more like well-rounded. But yeah, it's very helpful being a trainer. I also just feel like when you're working out, we're not for sweating for the wedding here. Obviously, we we are very against that notion. But even just like working out, you have better mental health, better energy. Typically, you're releasing serotonin and all those great chemicals. So it's like to, to keep that regimen during wedding planning is probably like just keeping your energy levels up even. For sure. You're a very energetic person, which I feel like to plan a wedding, you need to be these days. (laughs) It's true. Um, Awesome. Okay. So you're also an activist. You were recently accepted to Columbia University to study a master's in human rights studies, which I'm so glad because we really need people like you fighting the good fight these days. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. 
Um, what drove you to pursue that? That's congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, probably about two years ago, me and one of my great f- friends, her name's Kira West, we co-founded this company called Activism. And really it was feeling that I had, especially during the pandemic, like I did classes for you guys for batches. Mm-hmm. I did classes for tons and tons of companies and brands. And I had a very captive audience. And I was like, okay, I do fitness. I don't truly have like a very textbook education on Mm -hmm. racial justice, but I know what I know. I'm always willing to learn more. So I started a weekly anti-racism newsletter that I sent out like for over two years. It's kind of on a hiatus right now because I want to kind of restart it when I'm in grad school with like some new content and like new stuff. But I did that for two years and Kira and I were like, okay, what can we do? And we started this company and we started doing like DEI work, consulting for fitness brands and companies and running programs. And that was really where I was like, okay, I have a future in this. Mm -hmm. And I love fitness because it reaches people, it touches people, it moves people and pairing it with this work just like kind of didn't make sense, but kind of did make sense because that was where I was at. Um, so yeah, now I'm pursuing my this master's degree and I'm just so excited for where it's going to take me, which I feel like I don't even know where it will. Um, the fact that you, most people were, you know, watching shows during the pandemic. <laughs> the fact that you started this weekly newsletter, started this company, now you're getting your master's, like this... Oh, you're you're doing it all. I'm sure wedding planning is like easy to, for you compared to all of that. Where can we all follow that stuff? Because I want to check all of that out. Yeah, absolutely. So everything for activism, it's, wow, your girl cannot spell. I'm going to tell you that right now. Listen, same. But it's A-C-T-I-V-I-S-M, so active-ism. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's how it's spelled. Um, and we talk about like getting active and like you're an activist. Like it's a play on words. Come on, uh, we're clever. I love a good branding moment. <laughs> so <laughs> activism is our website. And obviously if you just go to my social, um, everything is linked there and you can Amazing. find. And that's at Taylor Rail Monte. Yes. Cool. All right, we'll definitely have to check that out. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Okay, let's talk about Richard, your lovely fiance. We featured your engagement photos on the Batches Brides Instagram way long ago. When did you guys get engaged? We got engaged May 25th of 2020. Wow. Okay. So not only did you found all these things, but you also got engaged. Wow. 2020 was your <laughs> it was, year. <laughs> a lot was going on. It's tough because obviously the world was like in yeah. absolute chaos mm-hmm. and like still continues to be. But you were thriving. I, <laughs> it's hard being like this world is garbage, but me, I'm feeling yeah. great. Listen, <laughs> you made the best out of it. It's true. You gotta. Um, okay. How'd you guys meet? So me and Richard met on Tinder. Old school, just like dating app. Um, We met six years ago. We actually, longest story short, we had matched. I deleted the app. I I downloaded it again about 500 days later. 
Wow. We went on our first date 525 days from when we matched. Wow. I know this because this was part of Richard's proposal <laughs> speech. Um, like all of these dates because we got engaged on 525. What a cutie. So he wanted to show like why that's an important number to us. And I was just like Ugh. ugly crying. Um, that's so, really thoughtful. Yeah. So like 525 days later, we went on our first date. And honestly, we've been dating since. Like we just didn't date anyone else after that. Um, and on our third date, we went hiking which all my friends were like, put on your locator. Where are you going hiking with this strange man? Like, what are you doing? And that's actually really smart. Yeah. Good, good friends. <laughs> yes. And that's the spot where we got engaged, like hiking at the top of this mountain at Lake Minnewaska. Uh, um, so it was very cute. It was like, it was full perfect. Circle. Yeah. We love a full circle engagement. I no, no engagement is a bad engagement, but I really love when it's like thoughtful and like meaningful and makes sense like that. So probably. Richard it was very very cute I cried so much did and he you? recorded did he cry oh yeah uh, Richard is a crier he is he is a little bit of a crier not not Jealous. like before we met but I'm all about we're talking about the feelings like a lot in this relationship mm -hmm. so now he's just like hey that's how I feel and like he will cry and I'm like I love this for us what's your guys zodiac signs I am the absolute worst. I know I'm a Taurus. His birthday is January 16th. I don't know what he is. I don't know why I'm even asking this question because I don't know the things about Yeah, Zodi I'm like, do I you know? know? No. <laughs> I act like I'm some sort of like Zodiac expert, but I was like, maybe that makes that, maybe that's why you two are very like able to express your feelings. No, but I'm a Scorpio and I really only know the typical Scorpio things, but yeah. I don't know. I just, I, lo I love a good couple who gets very who's emotionally available yeah i love that for us love that for you okay let's talk about your wedding details oh yeah so saw on your insta story today you are a month and two weeks away yes i can't believe it i feel like it was we started planning it like pretty much right away from we got in, when we got engaged we got our venue because richard's like a frugal king out here and he was <laughs> like okay if we lock it down in 2020 we're gonna pay 2020 rates so like let's lock it down let's like plan it for two years in the future we're gonna get a better deal can richard come on the podcast to like <laughs> tell us all these tips because that's that's a lot of really great foresight yeah so we found our venue pretty soon, like we toured a kajillion, but we found our venue pretty early. So it's been about two full years planning this wedding. Wow. And so it was so far away and I'm like leisurely taking my time. Like I'm planning the whole wedding myself. No planner? No planner, which I feel like is How interesting. Many 150 to 160. Oh my, oh. Wow. I feel like I'm in, right in between like a DIY bride and like a planner having yeah. a planner like big wedding bride because I have like a pretty solid amount of guests but yeah I'm planning everything myself and do you have a venue coordinator or anybody so <laughs> your voice was so concerned you said are you well are you <laughs> no okay? here's the thing I fully I mean listen you have already proved to us by everything that you do that you can fully do this like like easily with your eyes closed but Damn, girl. No, absolutely. It's a great <laughs> question because a couple weeks ago, I started freaking out being like, okay, the day of the wedding, am I supposed to go up to my parents and be like, okay, speech time? Like, am I yeah. leading it all? No, I am not doing that. So our venue is Gotham Hall. It's in Midtown in Manhattan. Okay. And we... Our venue manager, her name's Stephanie. She's an absolute icon. She like sold us on the venue right away. Mm -hmm. Like our tour of the space, she had like an iPad being like, this is what it looks like when it, people are here and like in motion. And this is this, sure. like it was an amazing tour and she's great. And she was like, I literally do everything the day of the wedding. You have a bridal assistant. Oh, nice. Richard has an <clears throat> attendant. Like I'm there the whole day. You have like three people. We, oh, so that's yeah. great. So she's like, I'll lead it all. I put your mom in the Uber at the end of the night. Like we do it all. So I was like, okay, girl. So she's very helpful. Yeah. Um, but it's not like she's not coordinating with my vendors or like all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of right in between. Like she's definitely there the day of. Right. But it's not, you know, she's not helping us with our vision or like flowers. No, but that's or like what you need at the very least. We right. did. I'm sure you might have. If you listen, you did an, uh, we did an episode with Sean that um, he was the day of coordinator oh, for yes. his friend. And you need at least somebody because like you said, you need somebody to go up to the parents to let them know when to go speak and, you know, just somebody to to be the de that day of person. So if your venue offers that, that 
then use that. Yeah, you know? we were looking actually to get a coordinator like about a month ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we need someone. And then I'm glad I reached out to Stephanie because she was like, save your money, girl. Like, do not get one. Amazing. So I was like, okay, amazing. Like, you actually do all of this. So okay. that's really great. That that's like included. So I do you want to have you on after to of course. hear how that went? Because... I, that I I fully have faith in Stephanie from what you've told me. I'm sure, I'm not trying to say, that. <laughs> but I also feel like I've heard stories of some vendors being like, "Oh yeah, we come with a vendor coordinator," but then it's like they, they yeah, I've heard they not worry. Not trying to freak you out. No, I've heard like they worry about the venue more than you, and they like are worried yeah. about certain things that you're not. So but like, absolutely, but I also did. You, you have probably already like gathered this from me. I'm like a very type A yeah, kind of girl. you've got this. And so I also hired someone to like be, keep me on schedule the entire day, fill all oh. my social content and like do a bunch of stuff for me. And so like, she's what gonna- what is that person? It, it, it's just like someone that I know that I was like, you can do this. Oh. I'm gonna hire you to do this. Like it's a not like a assistant, yeah. if you will. It's not like an actual, it should Planner. be a job. We, could, we should make a company, think that about really it. That really should be. That you just like are by me. You do the things yeah. if I'm like, please help. You, yeah. You keep me on schedule. Um, like the little minute schedule that I make, not yeah. even just like the timeline, like the big timeline that like the makeup artist has. No, I want like the little tiny one. Right. And so, you help me film all my content. Like literally doesn't leave your side. Yeah. And she's just going to have my phone. Yes. The whole so. night and just like film videos of me. So I like have them immediately. I mean, listen, that's like the first time I've ever heard of somebody doing that. Like this model of like hiring help. On the wedding day, but it's kind of nice because if you are a type A bride, you don't need a full-on planner. You don't need to reach out to a traditional wedding planner and get their day of or month of package. Maybe you save money and just hire this wedding, I don't even know what to call that, assistant Yeah, person, pretty like, much. That doesn't leave the bride, like the bride's assistant. I've never heard of that and I've heard of a lot of things <laughs> about weddings. I know, I'm surprised. I feel like you know That's, all the things yeah. someone could think, but I was obviously listening to the pod I've heard everyone mm-hmm. talk about trying to film content trying to get everything in yes. on the day of and I was like I should just have someone that everything's written all the little TikToks and stuff that I want to make mm-hmm. which I'm absolutely not a TikTok queen I know you are I'm trying to be that so just get the footage get yeah. the footage and you can do stuff with it after so I was like I'll have a list of like these are the things I want you to film mm-hmm. like that's I was like this is a genius idea I'm doing this yeah no I can even like send you TikToks that you could do after please the, this day and age with any coverage of any live thing, whether it be your wedding, bachelorette party, etc., if you like think of the fun sounds and concepts you want to do prior, then more power to you than you're ahead of the game. But I always tell people, get just get phone footage, just get video clips of five seconds each, and you can do so much with that after. If you're just scrolling on TikTok, you see an idea that somebody does, you put your own spin on it. Like that's that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Footage. That's great advice. I'm taking it. Yes. We'll do a whole workshop on that later. <laughs> okay. So your venue, are you allowed to tell us where and when? Yeah. Not that well, I feel like I already said where, like but I will it. tell you where again. <laughs> um, so it's Gotham Hall. Oh, it's yeah, right duh. in Midtown. Um, we wanted, we were in love with this other venue originally mm-hmm. because on New Year's Eve, which was like two months into me and Richard dating, he was like, super drunk in a taxi and we passed by and he was like, I love you more than anything. And this is where we're going to get married. And so (laughs) I was like, has a damn meeting with you too. So I was like, this is it. We're going to get married here. And then we didn't love it when we actually toured it. We were like, this was was like a different one, but it was a bank. And so we looked at all these other venues and Richard was like, I found another bank. And I was like, okay. So it's like a landmark venue. It used to be a bank. Um, And we went and it was like, yes. And everyone's like, why do you want to get married in a bank? And I'm like, it sounds weird, but it is awesome. That you, sounds... It's not like a, a bank that you see now, like yeah. with ATM, <laughs> imagine. Like Chase Bank. Yeah, no, just like it's in like lobby. an old, like, historical. Yeah. I'm picturing, like, It's like the landmark, like, hus- it's giving history. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, it's like giving history. It's like, there's, like, pillars. There's, like, the ceilings are like a kajillion feet tall. It has, like, a dome. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, my... And food is included with this? Yes. So, like, food, all the rentals, wow. the linens... All the staffing. Oh, all of this is literally. All of this is included. So it florals. has. Florals are not. Okay. Um, but a lot of it is included. And it was like the cocktail hours up on like a mezzanine. It kind of also gives like Broadway theater vibes in some way. Ugh. So it's like up on the second level. Then they all come back down when they like reset the ballroom. Like I, we fell in love with it. And it also comes with like a thousand candles or like some, something like that. This like a, a bunch dream. of random stuff. And this- it has a bridal suite in it. 
I was oh, like, yes. Everything's location. Yes. You said cocktail hours right there. Yes, everything's there. Are you doing? I Okay, I'm already picturing this. This is a dream wedding, city wedding. Like anybody wanting a city wedding, this sounds like a literal dream for them. Do you have to do a lot of decor with something like this? Or like, no, because it's yeah, pretty much. So it is... I will say I have to show you so many pictures. Yeah, I want it to. is so beautiful with absolutely nothing. Okay, so we're doing like candles down the aisle. Our florists are amazing. We're doing like we're reusing like tons and tons of florals and different things because we gotta reuse. Like, yeah. what am I gonna do? Buy a bunch? Like, insane. Smart. Um, but the the decor is like pretty minimal. The lighting is very intense. Like the 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 amount of meetings that we've had about the lighting and it's like it's like a broadway like lighting board i swear it's like they're like we could do different colors do you want us to highlight the greats do you want your logo on it do you want your names on the walls do you want stars like oh wow there's a lot going on okay so i feel like with that you don't need like little decor things you know no yeah i mean and that's all included you said like this lighting so the lighting is separate but it like it did blow my mind they were like these are the lighting people we use i looked at their website they light the met they light the guggenheim like all these places i was like this seems expensive i feel that's fine i need to look back (laughs) at your insta story do you i need to see all this stuff oh my gosh oh okay well we want to see when it happens you better be sending all of us photos of course and we'll post them as soon as possible um, so you pretty much have all your vendors at this point. Are there any that you're like, what are you doing at this point in the wedding planning being a month and two weeks out? Yes. At this point, I just got my second dress like Ooh. this week because I kept not thinking I was going to get one. And then yep. I was like, no, I need freedom to dance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just got that. Um, smart because that was somebody who was it somebody who wrote in here or something i don't know that was a big regret of and i've seen that being a big regret lately that dr- brides are thinking they don't need a second dress and then they're like i was sweating yeah and with my second dress i was like yes i just spent so much time and effort on my like grand wedding dress absolutely but at the end of the day if i'm uncomfortable and literally can't dance right. like me standing on the principle of like i refuse to buy another dress like will i be happy no right so and you doing, could even do a grand dress for your main one and then do a tiny, like less expensive one, obviously, for the second dress and just change into that for like when the dancing really begins, like halfway into the reception for after sure. dinner and stuff. Like I'm not going to do like an entrance of my second dress. I'm just going to yeah. like pop in and be like, what's up? Me and Richard got matching Air Force Ones so I can like dance it out. Uh, um, but I'm doing little things like that. And then. All those like little, like the table numbers, the card box. Um, You're doing all that. All those like little tiny things, the who is, the escort cards. Yes, yep. I always forget what they're called. Um, the menu, like we just finalized our menu. We I always forget you can't do this stuff until the point yeah. where you are because you don't know if people have RSVP'd. Like you have to wait for the RSVPs and the meal selections in some cases to do the escort cards, to do the menus. Yeah. And we, I also found this really cute thing on Etsy that's like a QR code to put by the card box. It's like for honeymoon fund. So if someone is like not giving you anything, they just like scan the QR code and also will be like, give us money for our honeymoon. Yes. (laughs) Oh, we have an unpopular opinion about that. I'm so glad you brought that up. We'll save it. We'll save your opinions on honeymoon fund. But where are you doing your honeymoon? Um, Very uh, similar to you going to South Africa. Oh my God, so I, I'm, doing, I'm so excited for you. I'm doing Seychelles first, which you didn't uh, do, right? That was the dream. So, <laughs> you're, you're doing my dream one. Oh my God, the, it was COVID ruined it and like we were so poor at this And point. I also booked with um, the same travel agent yes, that you used. Over the, over the moon, moon, Allison. Oh yeah. my God, they're the best. They convinced us to do South Africa and I'm so glad. We wanted to do Bali, but the borders were closed when we were like first started planning. Really? And my only criteria was far. I said, take me far. I said, when else am I going to have 13 hours to be on a plane? Take me far away. And she was like, this is far. And I was like, sign me up, girl. Sounds good. You're going to love it. I sound like an ambassador for South Africa, (laughs) but I swear, like, again, it's the best trip ever. It's the best honeymoon because you take that, you go far, you take the chunk of time off work. You're doing adventure. You're doing relaxation, wine. It has everything. You're going to have so much fun. So Seychelles and then... So we're doing Seychelles, Safari, Cape Town, and then um, French Hook. Yes, that's what we did. Yes. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Uh, Okay. I'm so excited. I'm going to have to stalk you for those plans.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, let's get on to, um, so I know obviously with your activism work and everything, it's become so important to you and Richard to be using diverse and inclusive vendors. Can you tell us why that's so important to you? Yeah. So going into the wedding planning process, it wasn't something I was super conscious of or very much thinking about. And like my venue or like my dress, they weren't the first thing on the top of my mind. Mm-hmm. But after we started getting like the list that was recommended for vendors for that specific space that have worked there before, I started thinking about, oh, wow, these are like also huge companies, yeah, like massive companies and also people that I feel like maybe don't connect me. Like I'm Puerto Rican and Dominican. I'm black. Richard is Chinese, Korean and Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, especially like for my family, I grew up doing like merengue, salsa, bachata, like family dances. And I was like, not that any DJ won't know this, but I was like, huh, it's kind of might be more meaningful to me to have a DJ was like one of the things like that I connect to culturally. And like, so that was kind of where we started thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And then I think more than anything, it's really, we talk about shopping from black owned businesses or supporting like marginalized groups by going to their restaurants or buying their products or donating or whatever. And like, your wedding is such an opportunity where you're spending hundreds, tens of thousands, yep. maybe even hundreds of thousands if you got it like that, mm-hmm. um, f- like spending this money for these vendors. And it's like, what better way to support a small business that's like right. owned by a marginalized person or family or couple than investing that much money into their business? Totally. And I feel like this is such an opportunity. Like none of my vendors have worked there. Um, at our venue. Wow. We toured the space. They measured. They they talked it through. They talked through the equipment. They've like had endless meetings with us, with our venue manager to make sure they feel confident in the space. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to provide that. Like now they have the pictures. They have this on their website. Like, yeah, this is, you this know, is I want be a jumping off point for them to continue working at this vendor. Right. Like, right. Like I want to continue to uplift my community and totally. this is such a great way to do it. And I think if anyone, I mean, now more than ever on so many wedding websites, you can look up like black owned businesses, LGBTQ plus owned mm-hmm. businesses. Like you can look it up like stuff like that. Totally. When I was looking originally, I don't even think that was a function on a lot of sites. So I really just did it through social media, like asking, posting on my stories, like, hey, do you have any recommendations? And that's pretty much how I found everyone. I love that you're doing that, first of all. Like, thank you for sharing that and doing that because, like you said, uh, we had a bunch of people write in when they saw that you were coming on and talking about this. They were like, oh, yeah, it's a shame. Like, I asked my venue and all they recommended were these non-diverse, you know, not really inclusive ven- vendors. Like, yeah. So I just used what they recommended. And it's like, yeah, it, uh, the unfortunate fact of the matter is it does take that extra step. It does take a little more research sure. and work on the couple's behalf, but it is worth it. And that's you just explained why. How would you recommend, um, you know, you said you were using word of mouth, you were like doing that. Are there any other sites that now do it? Is The Knot I've heard? Is yeah. Some, okay. So The Knot was actually where I found my DJ. That was one vendor that I couldn't seem to find just like by word of mouth. Um, because you also need like, this is a literal bank. So you can't just have a DJ that's like here. Richard was like, he's going to roll up with like a little speaker. <laughs> like we need someone. We have to make sure they have enough. So For it sounds good. <gasps> I didn't even think of that. Yeah. (laughs) Richard's biggest nightmare. He's like, he's going to roll up. Like this DJ is going to roll up with like two speakers and it's going to sound echoey in this bank. So that was someone we had a hard time finding. So I just went on the knot, looked up. You can look up like Latinx owned, black owned, Mm -hmm. Asian owned businesses, LGBTQ plus businesses and filter that way. So that's like a great resource now. Um, Obviously on my social, I'll post all of my vendors. Um, So if you're in New York or like you can bring them out to wherever you are, then I highly recommend all of them. They're all icons. Um, 
But yeah, I think it does take that. It really does take that extra step. At the end right. of the day, it takes that extra step. It's not about being perfect. Like my dress is not from, you know, my dress is, I don't even know. Who, I honestly don't even know the designer of my dress. Like <laughs> I, it doesn't have to be every single item or vendor that you right. have at your venue. But if you can make that extra effort, I think it, it makes a difference. It's really, like you said, you're spending so much on the wedding day and it, it makes sense to put that money, like practice what you preach and yeah. put that behind these diverse vendors. What do we even mean when we say diverse and inclusive vendors? Are you, is this like you said, like black Latinx owned businesses, black owned businesses? What should we be looking for when we're looking for inclusive vendors as well? For sure. I think that's such a great question. And like me in my normal job, in my day-to-day life, I'm constantly talking about race, gender identity, sexual orientation. Like these are things that come up all the time. So Mm -hmm. I'm very comfortable thinking about it and talking about it but obviously not everyone is like sometimes you're you're like I want to support even like the term marginalized groups Mm -hmm. or marginalized vendors and you just like don't have the language or the understanding of what that means but you're like okay I'm gonna spend ten thousand dollars on this thing and like I would like it to go to like a small business that I can uplift um really I would say it's anyone that you're not seeing in the mainstream of not only weddings, but like so many industries, we have an opportunity here to look for people, people of color, absolutely, like people of various gender identities, Mm -hmm. people that are members of the LGBTQ plus community. That's really what we mean when we say like marginalized groups or diverse vendors. Um, So yeah, also it's like things that are personal to you and what your experience is or like you as a couple and what's important to you guys as a couple, because I'm sure there's so many other intersections of like identities that I don't think of because right. like I said, me and Richard, we know what, what, how we live our life and like what makes sense for us culturally and, and for our families and our friends and everything. But there's so many other communities out there that you might feel really connected to and want to find a vendor that's part of that. Totally. Did you run into any issues with finding any of them? Like I know I've talked to, black brides that are like, you know, we can't, we are struggling to find a hair and makeup artist because these white women hair and makeup artists haven't done, haven't worked on our type of hair before, for example. So are there any issues you're seeing like you or any of your friends or anybody finding any specific vendors? For sure. I think that's, I heard that on the pod because like I said, I listen to every episode. Mm -hmm. Um, But that is such a great point because me, like I wear extensions all the time. I like talk on my social all the time. I haven't worn my natural hair in public in like 13 years. Like I wear extensions Your ponytail looks so natural. Thank you so much. Oh my God, I love it. It's, I'm like whipping my head around. I'm like moving from the microphone. Um, (laughs) It's okay. I know we were like, don't move. I'm like all over the place. So for me, when it was kind of, I've been on so many sets. Like I do fitness. I've been a model. I've, I acted growing up. I still act like I've been on a million sets and it's pretty rare, honestly, that I do find someone that knows how to do my hair. Mm-hmm. So when I came into it looking for hair and makeup is a great example. Some of my bridesmaids are going to get their hair braided before the wedding and like take care of that themselves. And I had to tell my hair and makeup person, I know you do it as a package, but like you can't braid hair. So like mm-hmm. you have to be okay with the fact that they're going to get their hair done elsewhere. Like my right. cousins are like we need very specific extensions for our hair texture this person's not going to know how to do it and I'm like okay we're having this conversation Mm -hmm. for me I knew it would be easier if I straightened my own hair and like I'm wearing a ponytail I was like I want to slick it back myself I've been doing this my whole life I'm going to do it better than you're doing it all yourself not my whole so I'm like I'm slicking back the front and then she's putting these like long extensions on um but I was like we tried it with her slicking it and I was like you know what I can do this better than anyone and I'm going to feel the most comfortable and confident doing it myself. Mm-hmm. That was my decision. There was others. There was also like other people that I had trials with that could do it that were like yeah. worked better with my hair texture, but didn't do my makeup as good or like other things. So it is always figuring out what's most important to you. But overall, I would say it's been pretty good, like being able to find vendors that we felt connected to. Nice. Yeah, which I'm very happy about. And I love that you said that they are coming to the venue prior. They're like prepping enough for you because I think people always think like, oh, no, I have to do somebody who's worked in this space before. I have to do somebody who knows the venue. You hear that from like as a tip, as advice from other people. But it's like, 
No, give these diverse vendors a chance. Give the newer vendors a chance. You don't have to. If they hustle and work hard and they prep and they come to the space and they like, you know, map it out with you and they're working with you prior, that chances are they'll be just as good, if not better than some of the ones who have been doing it. Like my, I always use one of my favorite vendors, one of my, like the ones I was most happy with was my videographer who hadn't really done a ton of weddings before. She was newer. She wasn't really a wedding videographer and she killed our video. Like you do not need, she'd never been to our venue ever before. I didn't even think she saw a photo of it and she didn't need it. Like you were, we were fine. Yeah. If they put the time in Mm -hmm. to learn about the venue, learn about you and your vision, then, and I've heard that advice too. And I'm sure that honestly is good advice. Like if someone's worked there before and our lighting and our sound ended up being vendors that have worked there before, which is super important things. And like they, they have to know that specific space, but it's also a opportunity for that vendor to learn the space and I think if anything you're gonna see them put their best foot forward because they're like oh this is new and this is like a really cool opportunity and I'm gonna want to do a good job I also don't think anyone ever goes into anything like oh I want to do a bad job right right (laughs) and you like talk to them enough prior where you're like vetting them like if you I feel like you nip it in the bud before they're like before you figure out if they're even going to do a bad job yeah um, well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, when you do get married, we'd love to obviously feature you and tag all of those vendors and just help lift them up and do our part as Betch's brides. Of course. We'll definitely send them our way. Um, so speaking of just like making your wedding more inclusive, modernizing it, I want to talk about you and Richard's uh, wedding parties, bridesmaids and groomsmen. You guys are not doing traditional bridesmaids and groomsmen. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes. So kind of the first thing was... Richard's best friend, his like three closest friends are all women. So he was like, okay, well, I have like many friends that are girls. And he has like tons of guy friends. He was in a fraternity in and college. And you're not the jealous type of girl. Honestly, who- no. Like I remember when I was on tour. That's how you know you guys are a good relationship. <laughs> I remember when I was on tour, he like sent me a picture at this rooftop with like literally 10 girls. And he was like, I'm the only boy. And they were like at a club, like some club rooftop. And I was like, love this for you. And he's in a wedding in two weeks Richard's like very popular he's in a lot of weddings I've never been in a wedding I'm still waiting really but also none of my friends like not a single bridesmaid is one of them is married from before I even knew her Um, so it's coming but Richard's in a wedding next weekend and he's it's like all women that are bridesmaids and him and he's just like there with like all his friends so that was kind of one thing then three of my friends, like two of my friends are guys. One of my friends is non-binary. So I was like, okay, I want them to be, we talked about maybe they'll be on your side. Maybe then the girls will be on my side, but his best friend, Clarissa, who's his best, his, she calls herself the best person. She's like, I'm not the best woman. I'm not the best man. I'm just the best person. I love it. Um, she was like, Richard's like, she's going to be on your side. And I'm like, oh, I guess that's true. So made the most sense to just have men, women, non-binary friends on both sides. I love that. We have women in tuxes. We have um, my friend Connor's wearing heels with his tuxedo. We said, all are welcome. This is inclusive. We're doing it all. And these are our best friends. Like we want them to be by our side. That makes so much sense because I do feel like it's always like, oh, the the gay bridesmaid like has to go wear a suit and stand with the groomsmen. And it's like, no, they're my friend. Why can't they be? You know, it's like yeah. we always try to fit them because weddings are so historically binary mm-hmm. and fucked up in many ways historically. But I love that you guys are doing that. Yeah. So we're having them walk down one at a time. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're going to walk down one at a time, but like only a few feet apart. We're not going to make them walk like the whole aisle. Yeah. yeah. Just by themselves. <laughs> Very um, solo moment. Imagine. So they're going to walk one at a time and we're very excited about it. I think if it makes us feel so excited when we look like our engagement party, looking at all of our friends and being like, we feel like we have so many people from so many different backgrounds and races and gender identities. And like, these are the people that are most important to us. It just is a great moment to feel like, for me at least, like the work that I do is also such a part of my life and just like who I am. And yeah, I'm so excited that that our wedding's gonna represent and look like the people that we love, you know? Yes. 
Are you doing any other fun things to like break from tradition in the wedding? We are, let me think, we're not having a cake, but I feel like you guys talk all the time about not having cake. You really cakes. are an avid listener. <laughs> I was going to say, that's like that's like a theme of the show and you know it. So. Yes, but we're, ha- we're having like past desserts on the dance floor, which I fun. love. Um, this is a, I keep telling everyone, guys, it's a big dancing wedding. Like, bring your yes. sneakers. Like, we are yeah. dancing. Yeah. Me and Richard have been taking dance lessons. We're doing a waltz for our first dance. Um, Richard loved Beauty and the Beast when he was like a little kid. I love so, Richard. Oh, I, Richard's a great, <laughs> great time. Everything you tell me about Richard, I'm like, yeah. God. He's a- I'm like, Richard, this is your Beauty and the Beast moment. Like, you get to do the waltz in a ballroom. Like, love this for you. Like, live your dream. Um, yeah, so, and he's been learning all the dances that I grew up dancing, like, with my dad's an amazing dancer. Me and my dad are doing the hustle for our first dance together. I want to come to the wedding. I want to come. I want to watch it. I want to watch. So we're like a big dancing family. So I'm like, yeah, we're dancing. Uh, Bring your sneakers, friends. Okay. That's good. This is going to be like a whole entertaining wedding too. Like (laughs) I can already see it. Your guests are not going to have a boring moment because you're literally having performances. (laughs) By us. Um, Fun. Okay. Do you have any like ideas or ways for other brides, other grooms, whoever, to kind of modernize their own wedding? Like what kind of traditions can they do to make it more colorful and amazing and different and modern? Yeah, honestly, it's really just, I feel like who you are as a person in your normal life, if you could just have like a fun party or what you would do for your birthday party or like how you would dress or how you would look on your favorite day. I think that's really what it's about. Mm -hmm. We wanted to pick like from the food that we ate, food that was that we loved, like our signature drink at our wedding is like a French 75 Yum. because that's just our favorite drink. Is that with berries and champagne? It's like champagne. I can't even tell you what's in it. It definitely has champagne in it. That's the main ingredient oh, that no, I know about. Oh, berries 75? I don't know. I don't think, I feel like it doesn't. I feel like this one won't have berries in it, but it's, yeah, like we just wanted things that we like and that is totally very connected to us. I think- if you feel, oh, this is so wedding and I should do it like this because it's so wedding. Like my bridesmaids and groomsmen and all the people, no one's walking with a bouquet because I was like, why? Yeah. I was like, who, why do you walk with flowers? That seems weird to me. Like, I don't get it. Bouquets, <laughs> I wish like, uh, I wish I knew this when I was doing my wedding because bouquets with the wedding party are like out at this point. Nobody does bouquets anymore for the bridesmaids. And there's so much money. They are. Nobody's doing them anymore and it's normal. Yeah. Like I was just, th- I just think about, okay, what stuff that is traditionally bridal. If it, if you, if you hear about it and you think about it and it's like on your to-do list and you're like, this doesn't make sense. Don't just blindly do it. Be like, right. let me question. Let me think a little deeper. Do I want to do this? Maybe no. Cause who cares? Good tip. Cause then you'll also be saving some money. Absolutely. And do unless like the things you truly want are, um, are the most expensive things, which is for sure, which, <laughs> which honestly happens. <laughs> yeah. Which definitely happens. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Well, I cannot wait to see your entire wedding come to life. I love that you're using all these diverse and inclusive vendors. I love that you guys are putting all your spin on it. I just can't wait to see it all. So we will be waiting for all of that. Without further ado, let's do a voicemail, shall we? Hi, I just have a hot take or a question for you guys. I'm getting married in September, and older bride, I'm 36, and it was my fiance's family and his, I believe, expectation that my parents would be paying for the wedding or paying for at least part of the wedding. And I don't know if it's because I'm from the north and just not as traditional, but that thought never crossed my mind that my parents would be paying for the wedding if they wanted to give a gift. Lovely, nothing extravagant, but just at our age, I feel like this is our wedding. We should be paying for it. Um, If parents want to give a small gift, lovely, appreciate it, not necessary, and definitely not expected. Would love your take on it. Thanks. Ooh. Very interesting. So she's she said at the beginning she's getting married in September. Yes. So this is all coming up. I'm like right now. Right now. <laughs> yeah, a couple months cuz we just got this voicemail, right? This is recent. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. I feel like I do have some pretty strong opinions on like paying for the wedding. Let's, so let them let's, rip. let's party with that. <laughs> 
I, so like in my specific case, like my dad, my parents are divorced and my dad's remarried and I have a baby brother and sister that are twins, like twin brother and sister that are three years old. And I was like, hey dad, you have like literal babies, so you're not gonna be paying for my wedding. Like this logically makes sense. Very mature of you. Yeah, like that seems wild to me. So me and Richard are paying for more than half of our wedding ourselves. And luckily like Richard's family was like, yeah, we'll chip in. So like, that's great. But I especially feel like for it to be assumed is that's pretty rough. Never assume. Like never assume. Yeah. You have to have like, yeah, like we had a full combo about it. We were like, let's make a spreadsheet. Like, can we do this? Can we afford it? Like what's going on? Yeah. But I think assuming, yeah, no, assuming is a no for me. It's a no. And it's like, well, first of all, establish who's funding the wedding earlier on. Yeah. This should be be like number one coming up now. Yeah. That should be a very number one topic. Second of all, don't assume like uh, you, I think you can ask your parents, you know, like, hey, um, just like, you know, Richard and I are looking, starting to think about budget for everything. Would you guys be willing to contribute? You can ask that to both, but don't just assume and like plan thinking they will. I'm going to repeat Jordana's advice that she used to, my old co-host, Betch's co-founder. She used to always say like, never plan a wedding that you feasibly wouldn't be able to fund if you needed to all by yourself. Because then God forbid things happen, parents, you get in fight with them. I don't know the obviously worst case scenario, but then let's say you and dad's paying for the wedding and then dad gets really mad at you and stops talking to you before the wedding and decides not to pay for it. You need to be able to fund your wedding, I feel like, which is really tough cross to bear for some people. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I agree with you. Never assume, but also like we're in 2022, like speaking of, especially with this episode, we're talking about (laughs) modernizing things like progressive thinking, like why are we still thinking the bride's family? Absolutely. And I, I told Richard early on, I was like, I'm not asking my parents for anything for this wedding. So if there's something that you're thinking they'd pay for, don't like, let's have a conversation. Yeah. I, I like feel that like you set that boundary. Yeah, I was like, let's let's set the expectation here. Um, I feel like if you have a very specific vision for your wedding, exactly mm-hmm. what you said, can you afford that? If you can, work, like go for it. If you can't, that's okay. Like yeah. then don't do that. And even like if your parents, like in your case, you told your dad because he has two babies, you were like, no, don't even think about it. Feasibly, if he were like no, like, let me do it. Would you feel, I feel like you'd go about kind of feeling a little guilty the whole time, right? I feel like, like, I think I would. I would potentially be like, you can pay for the rehearsal dinner. Right. Or uh, my dress, like a smaller thing. Right. Um. But I'm, I'm, I think especially like being an adult, I'm really proud that I can afford to pay for the things I want. I bought my own dress and I was proud of myself. I was like, I know what I can afford and I can pay for this. And like, that makes me feel really awesome. Yeah. And Richard's like, I'm so proud of us. Like, I'm so proud of you. Like, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. I feel like that, that feeling is a great feeling to have. And in fact, maybe better than the feeling of being gifted a bunch of money. That sounds great too. Like I, that sounds sick. Like that sounds great. That's the thing. Like if the parents are offering, like you don't have to, (laughs) I'd be like, sure. (laughs) Yeah. Like don't. No, I do not want your money. If you want to take it, do it. But, but yeah. But it also can feel good and be like really rewarding to pay for your own wedding. So it's not, it's not like worst case scenario. You pay for your own wedding. Yeah. And you know, right. it could be something that you're like excited about. Right. But it's definitely not like 1492 that we're being like the wife. I hate when like pay. I've heard of scenarios where like <laughs> like engagement happens. Yay. And then all of a sudden like wedding planning begins and everybody just like turns to the bride's father. And it's like, what? Like, since what? <laughs> why this? Yeah, I know that used to happen. But that's when we were also giving brides away to be married by the man. And yeah. It was like a whole and like thing. trading them for like a goat. Yeah, literally, (laughs) literally, like, come on. No, but I think, um, yeah, I mean, I think, like, like we said, you know, never assume, 
I feel like they should definitely have a conversation if their wedding's in like two months. Yeah. So I hope it's September of next year. That's my wish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my September wish for them. Exactly. Exactly. No, I think this bride, she sounds like she's like, well, we should be paying for it. Like if, so I think for, in her case, I would kind of hold my ground and be like, look, I no, agree. like, and a, another plus with you paying for your own wedding. It's like, again, if you can afford it, I know I'm like, pay for your own wedding. You got this. <laughs> but another plus with that is we hear the saying, no pay, no say, like you kind of have total jurisdiction. That's I'm a true. believer in like, you know, if mom of the groom is mother-in-law's funding the entire wedding, then she kind of gets some say. I, I get that. That's what I kind of believe in. I don't know. That's a debate too. Like yeah. some brides think like, oh no, it's still my wedding. I don't care who's paying, but definitely feel like gives them a little bit more jurisdiction. It's been interesting. Like Richard's mom is helping us pay for the wedding and she is, I try to tell her, I'm like, Hey girl, like, let me tell you about this. And she's like, yeah, I trust you, whatever you want. I'm <laughs> like, you want, I'm like, you want to be involved in this? And she's like, yeah, it looks great. That's amazing. So she is very chill with everything. I'm very lucky. She's like, That's she's awesome. great. Um, because I thought that too, I think everyone, Oh, Richard the other day was like, if we have, whenever we have a child, I want to pay for their wedding. I'm like, then you're going to try to be the boss of it. He's like, no, I will. I'm like, no, Richard, we're not Richard. doing that to our future child. No, no, no. He wants I to plan a second wedding. <laughs> That's like his He's dream. ready. He's ready. He's like, yeah, I want to plan our child's wedding. Knowing, <laughs> knowing your luck, you're going to just have like all boys who don't even want to have wedding. Like <laughs> instead. Who elope. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Who elope. Oh, some people elopement doesn't sound too bad after all the stress of wedding planning and all the money. Well, now it's time for everybody's favorite segment, Unpopular Opinions, brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer, which we are sipping on during this episode. And let me just tell you, it tastes so good. It's ice cold. Some of these opinions you're about to hear might be a little unpopular, but you know what's really popular? High Noon Hard Seltzer. And I know it's popular because it's the premium hard seltzer for every single wedding event during wedding season. Perfect for your bachelorette parties. It's perfect for the wedding party buses, the engagement party, obviously the bridal shower, just listening to your favorite podcast. You can, you know, grab one anytime and crack it open and enjoy it. Now let's get into our first unpopular opinion. So you know how to play, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this one, we have four today, honestly. This one says you don't have to invite relatives if you don't have any relationship with them. I agree. I did this in my own wedding. Yeah. You're not I, inviting relatives? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to hear about this. I really, I talked to my parents. I talked to my grandpa. Richard talked to his grandma. We talked to his mom. We thought about, okay, what's meaningful to you guys, even if I don't have a relationship with someone. Mm -hmm. And I mean, all of our parents were like, yeah, don't invite them. Like no one was really pressed about oh, it. Oh, that's amazing. So I was like, you're not pressed about it. I'm not pressed about it. Okay. Like we're not going to invite people if I don't have any relationship to them. Yeah. And That's kind of nice because most cases it's the parents who are like, nope, you have to invite cousin Sarah. Ugh. Yeah, we didn't really have, we thought that there might be some, like Richard works in a family business. And for example, his mom was like, you should invite the whole office. It's like a small office, but she was like, you should invite mm -hmm. the whole office. And then after a couple of weeks, Richard was like, yeah, I actually kind of would want to. There's only like 12 of us. Like it's a small group. I kind of want to. So things like that, that were like encouraged or my mom is a teacher and she was like, I want to invite some of my teacher friends that I don't know them. I was like, yeah, okay. But yeah, we didn't really have anyone push us. So I'm like, I support that for everyone. Don't invite people you don't want to invite. Well, and I think too, like this is such a question that goes along with the different family you... Like, I need more context in a way. Like, some families are huge, and you have the second cousins and stuff that people think you should be inviting, but it's like, no, I'm not going to invite second cousin Billy, who I <laughs> talked to once. Like, I also think if there's, like, I have a group of cousins on my dad's side that I talk to some of them more than others, some of them I don't talk to at all. Mm -hmm. But when we're all together, we're, like, back to being 10 years old, and, like, it's such a vibe, yeah. and we, like, are right back to, like, our childhood summers together. So even though I don't talk to them that much, I was like, 
okay, I'm not going to invite two of my cousins and like not their one sibling. That seems just like mean for no reason. Right, right. So I feel like I would invite a relative if it was like mean to exclude them. Mm -hmm. Like you invite all your cousins except one or you invite every single aunt and uncle except for one. And like you're not fighting with them. You just don't. Right. I think that'll just be more if it's like more mean then I would invite them. Yeah. Like you're saying, you have to pick the uninvites that are like in groups that make sense almost. Like, yeah, you you can invite or uninvite the whole, or don't, not uninvite, just don't invite them. (laughs) Don't, (laughs) on second thought, don't come. Uninvite them. (laughs) No, just don't, choose not to invite just like groups of family members if you're going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. If it's like one group, no, you got, I feel you got to invite them all. Otherwise it's like, yeah, Yeah. it's just mean. You don't want to be mean. Yeah. Well then my problem was like, I have so many cousins, literally 13. I think it is. I don't know. I've lost oh, wow. on my, just my mom's side. And then they all have significant others at this point because we're all around the same age. And I'm like, I barely met my little cousin so-and-so's college girlfriend. Yeah. Like, why did... <laughs> I don't know why. And, they, and then I was like, do I invite half the significant others and not some? I think my rule was that like... What did we, you do? We were only inviting the ones who A, I've met, B, were more serious and like lived together. That was... If they live together and I've met them, then they got an invite. I ended up inviting one at the last second, the week before the wedding. And I think she ended up saying no. But she was like super sweet about it. She was like, oh, it's just last minute. <laughs> I like drunkenly invited her at our other cousin's wedding. Um, but yeah, so no, it point of the story. Yeah, I think I did cousins, significant others, if they had had a longer standing yeah. relationship. Not if they were like a fleeting college fling I struggled with that literal same exact thing with like my mm-hmm. younger cousins. They're like partner that I like don't know. But what we decided was people have our, like started RSVPing all those cousins. I was like, you have to RSVP ASAP. They have plus ones. And I was like, whoever name you put down, if you break up with them, you Smart. cannot bring someone else. Smart. Like, that's it. So they're like, I'm like, you get one chance. If you break up with that person, you're done. You don't you're have alone. A, and you're also like siblings. Like they're they're yeah. siblings with each other. So I'm like, yeah, just hang out with your sister. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. Like, I, I'll put you guys at a table together anyways. Still the cousins, fun. Like you don't need your little girlfriend there. Uh, I agree. <laughs> But like, it's also, I I 100% agree, but I was like, oh, I'm so mean. I'm like their mean older cousin that's like, your little boyfriend yeah. is trash and I don't want him. <laughs> Meanwhile, like us in college, we were probably like, though I was the one bringing my little random high school boyfriend to things and I mean, college boyfriend. Richard was in a wedding the first month that we were dating. He brought me as his guest and his friends were like, you're going to have this girl you met on Tinder two weeks ago be in our wedding photos. And he was like, yeah, it's going to be great. And I'm now so we're always like, guys, it worked. <laughs> Look at <laughs> us. But it could have not. If yeah, it didn't, I would have all their move. wedding photos. And you were in the photos? Yeah, because Richard was in the wedding. So they had like dates and like some so photos. Wow. They were like, Taylor, we did get some without you because you were some Just random girl. Case. Yeah, smart. <laughs> Wow, I'm I'm surprised he was able to swing that. 95% of people agreed that you don't have to invite relatives. Okay, the next one is you don't need to have any bridesmaids. I included that one because I knew it was relevant for you. I, sort of. At the end of the day, if that's what you want, live your life. I love that for you. And I can definitely understand a world in which that makes sense. So I'm not, I'm definitely not against it. For me, I know. This was such a moment where I could, all of my friends were hysterically crying when I asked them to be their bridesmaids. We're like big criers in my life, as you can tell. I love that. Every single person cried. I wrote them like letters and I was like, it was very sentimental and I felt like it was, you rarely get to tell, like your partner, yeah, you get this wedding to be like, yeah, I love you so much, you're awesome. Mm -hmm. But you rarely get to tell your friends like, wow, I love you. And like my best friend, I was like, I remember the moment you became my best friend, you were there for me when my parents got divorced and it was like such a tough time. Like. Getting to talk about that Mm -hmm. when you don't always, I feel like is so meaningful. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't have them up there with you, I had a friend recently, she just had her friends get ready with her and then they just like sat down in the audience, like the audience, I guess, the wedding audience. (laughs) Um, And they didn't stand up there. They didn't wear matching dresses, like nothing, but they just all got ready together, like matching pajamas and she got her getting ready pictures. You could do something like that. You don't have to have them up there with you and have a bachelorette or like whatever. But I think it is an opportunity to tell your friends like, you're really important to me. I like that. That's why I like it. it that way. That's sweet. You did a very sentimental 
thing when you propose what are, or propose to them? <laughs> what are you going to do on the wedding day? Are you going to still write them letters again? I am. I also am super lucky, except for my sister, because I have three nieces. So I was like, yeah, you just stay home. But except for my sister, everyone's coming on The Bachelorette. So I think I'm going to give them... I got them like very iconic like little baskets to get when they get to the hotel for the bachelorette. Uh, um, so in that, I'm going to write them a little letter. I write. I'm a very emotional person. Letter. I'll probably write them another one on the wedding day, to be honest. Um, I'm like, I got a that lot of feelings to share. That means it's a good friendship. Plenty to say. No, no old material. Wow. Okay. Where, real quick. We're straying far. But where are you going on the batch? So... This is just like my number one pro tip. My bachelorette has been so smooth sailing, so easy peasy. I planned it myself as as no one could imagine like me having my maid of honor plan it. She was like, you're going to plan this, right? I was like, yeah, you do nothing. I got it. We're doing an all-inclusive in Dominican Republic and we're doing three days it's like, Fun. can you imagine? You don't have to split the check. You don't have to leave the resort. You don't have to pay for alcohol. Like, what's better? Guys, go to an all, go to an all-inclusive. You don't have to pay for things. You feel like uh, it's free. I love the you, idea of You that. get shots. You say, this is free. It's not. But like, you imagine. It was like $200 for two nights, like oh per person. God. Like, what? the flights were more expensive, but it was $230 oh, yeah. per person. And it includes all your food, all your alcohol. Oh. Said love that for us. My goodness. And we got like a little catamaran. Yeah. We got a we rented I like got a catamaran for everyone for the day. Gonna All be amazing. As a batch party. I've like never thought of that and I don't know why. Because so that easy. Sounds so lovely. I was like, guys, we're just we're here. We're at the resort. Yeah. Like amazing. No one's gonna get lost. Nobody. You wanna sleep late? Like good. You you can in your room. You know where we are. We're like on the same resort. I'm just thinking like that's there's so many pluses of that. Nobody like you said, nobody's gonna have the weird um nobody's gonna be like the person who never buys a round of shots yes. you know what I mean How or you're like oh I don't, I'm not drinking tonight so like I'm not paying for like the, I'm not splitting the, the bill oh god also thinking of splitting the bill between 10 people can't imagine anything more horrible no. in my life oh my god this is like all-inclusive amazing oh my gosh okay we need to hear more about that <laughs> when it comes you need to do a batch guide for us um okay so 92 percent of people agreed that you don't need to have any bridesmaids okay next one you don't need to meet and greet every table it's a waste of time strongly agree <laughs> strongly agree okay you with your 160 person wedding i have i've said to richard so many times i'm like richard we're not talking to anyone at the wedding me and you are hanging out we're not Smart. we're not going up to everyone and talking to them which i feel like will change obviously at the wedding but i've heard so many people be like oh man we missed so much of our wedding because we had to like say hi to everyone I just don't want that. I feel like you got to meet yeah. in the middle. I'm, of course, I'm going to like say hi to my grandpa and Richard's grandma, obviously, like the right. most key people. But everyone else, like you catch me on the dance floor. Yes. Like catch me on the dance floor. That's where I'll be. Go up to the bride on the dance floor yeah. and say a quick hello. Don't try to talk and have a whole freaking convo. Yes. Go up and hug. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. I'm sure, like I said, it may be different when I'm actually there and I see everyone and I'm like, okay, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, that's how you'll, you might just be like so appreciative of right. for coming. Exactly. But, but I don't think you have to like spend so much time that you sacrifice your own, your own like full enjoyment God, no. of your wedding. Mm -mm. No. Use cocktail hour and use the night before. Are you doing any sort of welcome? Yeah, we're doing okay. a rehearsal. Our wedding's on a Friday, so we're doing a rehearsal and like mm -hmm. a dinner on Wednesday. Then we're doing just like a beer garden, welcome drinks, like very casual, come and go Cute. as you want on Thursday. And then our wedding's on Friday. So we'll see people like, Perfect. you know, Thursday. couple days. Yep, use that. Okay, 59% of people agree with us that you don't need. Well, actually, I kind of think you do need to meet and greet people at some point, but it yeah. doesn't have to be the wedding. Okay. Uh, last one. Honeymoon funds are greater than registries. Yes. My whole registry is only honeymoon. Mm -hmm. We've lived together for like five and a half years. I was like, we went, city. we went to the department store. We looked at the things. I was like, Richard, where are we going to put this? Like mm -hmm. we, we can't. So it's all, I tried to make it as specific as possible. Like get us a massage, get us this excursion. So people feel like they're getting like yes. things, but it's all honeymoon fund. Yeah. And for South Africa, you won't need it. Yeah. I was like, that is the only thing that we need. Like we don't, we truly don't need anything. Yeah. Honeymoon funds or like I've seen lately people are doing the, um, what's it called? Just a honey fund or like 
you know, on on Zola, they'll do like the house fund. They'll be like, we want to buy a house and it'll straight up say like contribute to our and some people think that's tacky. I I think like whatever, do it. Yeah, you might think it's tacky, but they're also getting money for their new house. So yeah, we have like one on our Zola that says like married life fund. It's just like, yeah, support married, married life. life. Yep. Um, and I also do have like in $20 increments to donate to these two nonprofits that I always work with, uh, which is the bail project and avenues for justice. Of course so I'm do. like, everyone like add that 20 bucks on, let's yeah. go, let's donate it. And I'm going to have a QR code to be like, donate to them. Um, because I've worked with both of them for years and I'm like, yeah, 20 bucks, throw I it their way. That. Like we love it. I love that. I've also seen some people do like in lieu of favors the couples donating not trying to make you do <laughs> you're like so do that too <laughs> no you're doing enough no you're you're giving back that's such a good idea though wedding. i love that but yeah there's there's that's a really good idea to do that as well there's plenty of ways to um and that like you said worth more than gifts worth more than new china that you don't need in, your in my mind i wish i lived in like a big suburban home but i'm like i live in right. williamsburg i have nowhere to put no. this at all we used a registry to just sort of upgrade some items yeah like i think we did you know the new blender or whatever you can do a new vacuum but other than that like i don't know i'm a big fan of the honeymoon funds yeah 74 percent of people are as well they love agree it that they're greater Taylor, this was so great. Um, real quick, where was this is a random one. Where was the white suit from? From your engagement photos cuz everybody's asking. Yes, the white suit. I'm going to try to find the exact name of the person on Etsy, but it was just on Etsy. I looked everywhere for I wanted a double-breasted suit and found it on Etsy. Got it really quick. I feel like it was like 70 bucks, 60, 70 bucks. So surprising because it looked like Neiman Marcus. Yeah, I loved it. Luxury. I loved it. Me and Richard were like, we took inspiration from, there's like a Beyonce Jay-Z music video where they're in the Louvre in suits. And I was like, Richard, this is us. I know what you're talking about. I was like, this is us. And he was like, okay, I'm down. So I was like, we need suits. (laughs) Your photos really do look like that. We should do a side by side. (laughs) All right. Well, any, um, any other last advice to brides planning weddings before we let you go? Yeah, I feel like... Just make the wedding that you want. Make it represent who you are. Don't worry about the traditions. No one, honestly, no one cares. No one cares as much as you. You think people are going to notice so much. I don't have a cake. People are going to notice this and that. No one's going to notice. Do what you want. That's all I got. That's my advice. Well, it's great. Well, that's it for our unpopular opinions brought to you by High Noon. If you didn't already know, High Noon is the premium hard seltzer made with real vodka and real juice and is the preferred beverage this season and really every season. Right now, I'm sipping on an ice cold watermelon flavor, my go-to, but I love trying the new ones. Taylor is trying the new Kiwi from the Pool Pack. It's oh so good. I also highly recommend trying the Guava. That's one of my new top front runners. So you guys, if the sun is out, it's time for a high noon. Head to your local liquor store to pick up some high noon for the weekend, or you can find where to purchase high noon near you by visiting highnoonspirits.com. Uh, where can we find your stuff? We said yeah. it all in the beginning, but what else? On Instagram, Taylor Almonte. On YouTube, Taylor Almonte. My website's taylorelmonte.com, and that'll Ooh. also link you to everywhere, to activism, uh, my business, and you can take my classes on Fitcher. Yeah, that's it. I'm about to do that. All right. Thank you so much, Taylor. You're the best. Really appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me. Of course. (laughs) Till death. Do us part. I love it. She finished it. The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. 